0: What's good? What's good, party people? Welcome to Candid Conversations. I am your host, Candia Johnson, a woman on a mission to help you show up and speak up anyway, despite dealing with fear, uncertainty, or self-doubt. I hope you are feeling good today. If not, I pray this episode uplifts your spirit and moves you in the right direction. Because today we are talking about dealing with the fear of rejection and tips for getting your mind right. So you can confidently make the ask for more money or a new position and move up and level up in your career. But before we get started into this episode, I need a huge favor from you, especially if you are a returning listener of the Kansas Conversations podcast. If you haven't done so already, I need you to pause this episode real quick and head over to the review section and give your girl a five-star review. (laughs) they say, if you don't ask, you won't receive. Listen, I am in a making the ask type of mood today. And I truly appreciate you for that. Bless your heart. Now let's get into this topic of rejection. When we think about rejection, particularly when it comes to advancing in our career. We think about someone maybe turning us down for a job offer. We think about someone dismissing our ideas or rejecting a pitch for media attention or maybe turning down our offer of a proposal to work with them on a consulting gig or a speaking contract or something like that. And so I was inspired to do this episode because a few weeks ago, I was on a coaching call with a woman who wanted to gain more visibility in her career. She wanted to learn how to be more confident in talking about herself and promoting her work and really positioning herself as an industry leader in technology. But she had a fear of making me ask to get paid. (laughs) And she had a fear of getting a rejection from many different people. And this woman, like many of you listening to me right now, was amazing in her own right. From the perspectives and approaches that she developed in her career to solving certain challenges in her industry, to her track record of giving feedback and mentoring younger professionals in the field. I was in awe of her accomplishments, even in the way she presented herself, just her energy. She was just so warm and engaging. She was everything. But then she proceeded to tell me that the very next day after our call, she was scheduled to speak at an event with some very well-known, notable names, but she wasn't getting paid for speaking. In fact, year after year, event organizers for this specific event would ask her to return to speak. So this was her, I want to say it was her third time speaking at this event, and they did not offer to pay her speaking fee and she did not ask now don't get it twisted i'm not totally against doing things for free but don't make it a habit and clearly she had made it a habit so anywho they did not offer to pay her and she did not ask partly because she says she did not know how to ask and she said what if they say no or they they just can't afford to pay me So I want to talk about a few alternative ways for you to look at preparing for a no and dealing with rejection. Because for some reason, the first thing we do and the last thing we do is take it personal. And through my experiences, there are so many reasons why a person could reject you or they do reject you that a lot of the times it's just a waste of energy to get caught up in the emotion of it all. Speaking of emotions, when you fail to make the ask for what you want or need, when you fail to speak up or talk about your work or your ideas because you fear rejection, all you are really fearing is an emotion. (laughs) You're not fearing a, a physical thing. You don't want to feel the emotions. You don't want to feel the feels of disappointment. Of feeling embarrassed, frustrated, sad, humiliated, not good enough. And take it from me, success can be found on the other side of your emotion. Success is found not in avoiding the emotion, but growing through that emotion. Your emotions are temporary. Don't let them make the final decision in your life. The problem isn't that you have those feelings or emotions. The problem is that you're avoiding them. Invite your emotions to come along with you on your journey. Stop waiting for the feeling to go away. It ain't going nowhere party people. A lot of the times your emotions are your GPS to where you need to grow in life. Invite them to come along. You're gonna show up and speak up and make the ask while feeling anxious and afraid. You're going to show up and speak up while fearing that this may turn out to be a disappointment. Two things can exist at one time. And I know some people like to say rejection is redirection. Listen, sometimes rejection is just a part of the process. It's not redirecting you anywhere. Stay on your mission. Rejection is the price you pay for advancement. Rejection is the price you pay for leveling up in your career. There are so many instances of rejection that you are going to have to grow through. So the last person you need to reject you is you. And what I'm seeing through my interactions and my workshops and, and my coaching sessions is that you are rejecting you before anyone else gets a chance to reject you. And it is the worst feeling in the world. When it comes to selling yourself and marketing your work and making me ask for people to hire you or presenting yourself and pitching yourself, my business coach gave me a good metric for selling myself. She said, Candia, on average, it's like an industry standard, on average, you get one yes for every 100 no's. How many no's did you get this week? So for me, framing it in this way helped me welcome The rejection. Okay, how can I get more rejections this week? How can I get more no's? I can get to this one yes. Take the emotion out of it. What if you just looked at rejection as just information or data to help you level up and make better decisions or tweak how you present yourself? Rejection is part of the process, people. So now it's story time. Have you ever heard of the cleaner 409? For those of you who don't know, it's all purpose household cleaner. You can use it to clean just about everything from your greasy stove (laughs) to the countertops, the floors, appliances, all the things. In the US, you can find it anywhere. Target, Wegmans, Walmart, all those sorts of places. Even as a kid, we had two cleaners, okay? 409 and Pine Salt. That's what we worked at worth. (laughs) Anywho... Do you know the real reason why the cleaning formula 409 was named 409? So the formula was developed by two scientists from Detroit. And of course, they wanted to create the ultimate cleaner. But guess what, party people? They didn't get the batch right until they made 409 batches. That's why it's called 409. Google it. Again, they created 408 batches of formula before they found success at 409 so listen when it comes to dealing with rejection let's not do drama let's do data let's not do drama let's do numbers are you willing to face rejection 100 times are you willing to face rejection 400 times because that's what it may take how bad do you want it The worst thing that could happen is an emotion that you're gonna feel. And we know emotions are temporary. How bad do you want it? How many times have you put yourself in a position to be rejected? How many times have you put yourself out there to pitch or sell and market your work or talk about your work and it fell upon deaf ears? Rejection is part of the process. Don't internalize it or create drama for yourself. You create drama for yourself when you reject yourself before anyone else has a chance to reject you. You create drama for yourself when you say no to you before anyone else says no to you. You create drama for yourself when you worry about people not liking you, so much so that you don't share your work or make the ask. You are continuously creating drama for yourself. Stop rejecting yourself first to prevent anyone else from rejecting you. It's part of the process. I've also found that the problem isn't so much that you don't know how to ask for what you want. The problem is you are making this anticipated no, the rejection means something about you. You are making it mean that you are lacking in some area. You're assuming a no means you are not competent enough to be paid. You're assuming that if you receive a no, it means you're not good enough to be in the room with a certain group of people. On the one hand, rejection could mean the person doesn't see your value, but it doesn't mean you're not valuable. That's their perception. On the other hand, they may not be rejecting you. They could be limited by their own circumstances or their very own conditions. Stop internalizing it. At one point, I was looking for influencers to bring awareness to a client event. And we did an open call for people to pitch us. The conditions that I was given at the time to select people to do these interviews, they had to be within a certain age range. They had to have a certain lifestyle. They had to have certain social media numbers on certain platforms. Of course, I received pitches from some amazing people, but they did not fit the conditions that I had to work within. So sometimes no has nothing to do with you. Sometimes no means not right now or not with you. It's okay. My first major client was a company that rejected me for a role as a director of communication. I continued to play nice with the president of the company after he rejected me. I used LinkedIn. I would like his posts and commented. I commented on his articles. I sent him a few emails every now and then just checking in. Next thing, a year later, he hired me as a consultant for a major pharmaceutical company. I was making more money as a consultant than I would have made as a director of communication at the company. So sometimes, again, a person is not rejecting you. They are just rejecting the conditions or circumstances. It may have nothing to do with you. I want you to understand that there are so many reasons why a person or you could be rejected from an opportunity, stop personalizing it. And another thing, sometimes a person is not rejecting you, they are rejecting your offer of whatever price or cost that comes with doing business with you, and that's okay. That doesn't mean you lower your price. That means under their circumstances, they can't afford you or your services are really not a priority for them. And that's okay. It's not about lowering your prices so you can avoid rejection. What other people can afford is none of your business. That was some advice that was given to me. Stay out of people's bank account and their pockets. It's rude. Would you like someone to tell you what you can afford and what you should do with your paycheck or your stimulus check? (laughs) Stay out of people's pockets, stick to your offer. A lot of us are rejecting ourselves at the expense of making someone else comfortable. That's another thing. I don't want to ruffle any feathers, ruffle them. You're doing yourself a disservice when you reject yourself before someone else has a chance to reject you. Put yourself in a position to embrace the rejection and simply celebrate the fact that you stepped into the plate. That's confidence in itself. That's how you build confidence. Positioning yourself to get the nose. And if you're saying to yourself, oh, I should be grateful to work at this well-known company or oh, this person has more followers than me. I should just be grateful for this opportunity. You can be grateful and paid. You can be grateful for everything you have right now. You could be grateful for the house, the car, the kids, the cat, the fish, and still get paid and want more. One thing has nothing to do with the other. Be grateful and get paid. Being grateful doesn't mean you have to suffer or struggle. Party people. Make the ask. If you get rejected, it's part of the process. Stop internalizing it. What if they pick someone else? Then they pick someone else. The fact of the matter is, I don't know half of y'all listening to me right now. But guess what? Here's what I do know. Your gifts are not meant for everyone. Everyone doesn't deserve you. Every room doesn't deserve you. Every company doesn't deserve you. Your worthiness is a non-negotiable. If they are making an offer, then they already know you're valuable. Another mindset shift I'm going to offer you is that when it comes to fearing rejection and making the ask, rejection is also an opportunity to reflect and ask for feedback. Feedback is fuel for your level up. You can't level up without it. Fall in love with asking for feedback. Failure is fuel for your level up. While I was writing for Black Enterprise, I received hundreds of pitches from publicists, entrepreneurs, workplace professionals who wanted to uh, get featured in the magazine or even online. Some of the pitches I accepted and some of them I did not for many different reasons. Sometimes it was timing or something was happening in the news or there was an event going on. And so I had to stay focused on whatever was happening in the news or maybe the major event that a sponsor was paying us mega dollars to create content around. So it had nothing to do with this person's particular pitch. And sometimes it just, the pitch dropped off my radar and the person never followed up. And I forgot, I'm human. So here's my lesson for you, party people, follow up. Stop creating a story around a rejection when a person hasn't responded to your email. The next time you find yourself wallowing in, I'm not good enough, that's why the person didn't respond to my email or that's why the person rejected my pitch or my proposal. I need you to say to yourself, how do I know that this is true? Who told me this? <laughs> Seriously, this is why it's so important for you to pause before you respond to the thoughts in your head and pause before you respond to the foolishness going on in the world. Being able to pause is a superpower, embrace it. I was most amazed by the fact that in five years of reviewing pitches, I could count on one hand, how many publicists, entrepreneurs, workplace professionals replied to the email and said, can you give me some feedback? on why this pitch was rejected. I would say maybe four or five people, five is pushing it. I want to say maybe four people in five years responded with, can you help me understand why this was rejected? And the funny thing is, I can remember one pitch, shout out to Kenneth. (laughs) He's a lawyer out of Texas. I'm not going to say what type of lawyer, but I rejected his initial pitch and he was a a beast at that follow-up and networking in, in a good way. And He followed up and he asked, why? Could I give him some feedback? I gave him feedback and guess what? Later on, I accepted his second pitch from him because he used my advice to improve his story angle and refine his messaging. I've reviewed applications from people who wanted to become a speaker at an event. And I sent out a gazillion rejections. No one asked why and I'm the type that will give you feedback not everyone is going to do it but I say listen what's the harm in trying the worst they could say is no it's no skin off your back some people were rejected not because they lacked the skills or experience but it was simply because we had more than enough professionals or speakers representing one topic for this conference so we had to reject the others and I know that there were people who took it personal when it was nothing personal. So again, there are so many reasons why someone could reject your offer or reject your application. Take the emotion out of it. Rejection is inevitable. Better yet, rejection is a universal experience. But the last person you need to reject you is you. I cannot say that enough. So I wanna close Cantor Conversations today. I got some homework for y'all. I love to give homework. You coach with me, you gonna get some homework. You take a class with me, you gonna get some homework. I think I was like maybe a a school, elementary school teacher in my former life. This life, me in elementary school is a (laughs) no-go. God bless any parents and teachers out there. I'ma pray for you. Anywho, when it comes to advancing in your career and achieving your goals to elevate and to level up and all those sorts of things, Sometimes it's not about what you have to do, learn, or say. It's about who do you have to become to get the outcome you want. So in this case, to get past rejection, you have to become the person that gives yourself permission to feel all the feels. Disappointment, sadness, humiliation. You also have to become the person who pauses before responding to a seemingly great opportunity so you can get yourself in the habit of asking questions. So if a person reaches out to you to speak at an event and it's unpaid or it's not the rate that you would typically accept, you could respond with, how soon do you need a response? I need to think about it and get back to you. You could respond with, is there a budget for speakers? Because here's what I want you to understand. While they're reaching out to you with an opportunity, you are an opportunity for them too. So you need to get your mind right. How can this be something that's mutually beneficial for the both of us? You also need to become the person who prepares for rejection by asking for feedback. Remember, you're treating rejection as information. We're not doing drama no more, people. We're doing data and information. We're going to treat rejection as information to improve and refine how we present ourselves and how we speak up about what we want and what we deserve. So when and if you receive a rejection, you could respond with, thank you so much for following up and getting back with me to tell me about your decision. And then go into a brief, maybe one to two sentences explaining what you're trying to achieve. Like I'm trying to gain more exposure in the industry or I'm trying to improve my interviewing skills. Can you give me some feedback on what part of my pitch I could improve? And lastly, you have to become the person who detaches from the outcome and get insanely focused on your effort. Your effort in anything that you want in this life, your effort is the only thing that you can control. You cannot control the outcome. Remember the 409 story? Listen, write 409 on a sticky note and put it somewhere where you could see it every day. Your effort is the only thing you can control, party people. You can ask for help, You can get guidance on ways to improve it, but I want you to get insanely focused on your effort and take the emotion out of anticipating a rejection or getting a rejection. How many times have you faced rejection this month? How many times have you put yourself in a position to get rejected this month, this week, or this year, or this quarter? How much effort have you put into Making the ask or sharing your work without applause or acceptance or likes or hearts or loves. Y'all know, y'all get where I'm going. <laughs> Those little hearts on Instagram. I don't know if they're supposed to mean loves. I don't know. Hearts. I don't know. But y'all get the point. Just get focused on the mission of it all okay party people that is it for now please share this episode with your friends and your family and your peeps on social media and don't forget i would really appreciate a five-star review i need some help party people okay i appreciate you. y'all have a good day or evening or morning whatever time zone you in right now i will speak to you